For AL.com, I'm Ben Flanagan. This is Outbreak Alabama, stories from a pandemic. If the vaccines work, you would expect high vaccination rates to result in lower positivity rates, and that's what we're seeing. So in Alabama, which has the lowest vaccination rate in the country, that's pretty concerning going forward. Alabama currently ranks dead last in the nation in vaccination rate. Only a third of the state population is now fully vaccinated. A third. Vaccinations in Alabama have slowed to a near standstill. And at the current pace, Alabama will not reach the Biden administration's summer goal of 70% of adults having at least one shot until well into next year. As of last week, Alabama's positivity rate ranked among the top five in the nation. Hospitalizations have doubled. The Alabama Department of Public Health resumed its daily updates due to the surge, and all the while, the Delta variant is here, accounting for 85% of COVID cases in at least one Alabama lab. There are a lot of numbers to chew on, so that's why today we're going to talk to the man reporting on all of this, AL.com data reporter Ramsey Archibald. We cover the climbing positivity rate, the stagnant vaccination rate, the 4th of July spike, what could possibly be encouraging about the data, and what he finds most concerning about the numbers in Alabama. Ramsey, you wrote several stories breaking down the COVID data in Alabama as it stands right now. So to start, what are the numbers that are sort of screaming out at you that people really need to understand? Probably two of the more important ones to keep track of are hospitalizations, which obviously kind of means people who get sick enough to be hospitalized with COVID-19. That's a very important uh, number to look at because it not only tracks how many cases there are, but how many serious cases there are. So if that's going up, people are getting really sick and, and it's a good number to look at. And then the other one would be positivity rate. People really get focused in on cases and I am not uh, immune from that. I think cases are a really easy number to to find and look at, and uh, you can report the n- new number of cases per day, but positivity rate really puts that in perspective. And what that is, is the percent of tests performed that come back positive. So the number of tests that you perform, typically you want it to be about, or less than 5% you want to come back positive if we're going to be open for business. Uh, that was a number that was stated pretty early on in the pandemic. And now Alabama's up over 12% and among the highest in the nation in positivity rate. Yeah, and I want to focus on the Delta variant, Ramsey. It's obviously the hot topic right now for good reason. It's the more contagious strain of COVID that we keep hearing is running rampant in the state. And I assume the data reflects that pretty significantly. Yeah, uh, and we don't have great data on that. And by what I, what I mean by that is we don't have a huge sample size of cases to, to say exactly how many are, are Delta and how many aren't. But what we do have is there's a sequencing lab at UAB in Birmingham that is specifically looking for variants. And right now, a lot of that means looking for Delta variants. And uh, for some context, in the past few weeks before really before this outbreak began, they were having trouble finding cases with viral loads high enough to even sequence. So what that means is a lot of the cases they were finding weren't uh, highly contagious cases or weren't 
really transmissible cases. So the higher your viral load is, the more contagious you are, right? And they were having trouble finding cases like that until Delta got here. And now with Delta, they're able to test, uh, you know, three to four times more cases than they were in those low periods. And what they're finding is lately, so this week, 51 of the last 60 virus samples that they sequenced were Delta. So that's 85%. And those samples came from all over the state. It's not like they were just in Birmingham. So to me, that that means uh, that Delta's here and it's a big part of why we're seeing this uptick in cases and hospitalizations. And Ramsey, I spoke to Dr. Michael Sag from UAB and he told me that we are seeing the results of a 4th of July spike, essentially, where people basically lived and celebrated as though there is no virus or a cause for concern. I wonder, does the data line up with that timeline? Uh, I mean, yeah, when you look at the the charts, it's pretty convincing that it's a 4th of July spike. But normally, I would say I, you can't draw a firm conclusion from that. It, it may be a confluence of events. So you have just like Dr. Sag was saying, you have these big gatherings, but you also have Delta. So it's these two things combining, plus Alabama's low vaccination rate is kind of like a perfect storm, which could result in this. Uh, and it does, the timelines do match up. Yeah. And one thing that really sticks out to me in your reporting is you mentioned before the state's positivity rate, how it's surging right now. And after numbers plummeted, seemingly because of the arrival of vaccines. I just wonder, why are we suddenly moving in this direction? I mean, you've mentioned a few reasons already, but I think conventional wisdom, or at least what people might think is, okay, there was a vaccine, numbers went down for a while, and it seemed like that would be a permanent change, but that is not the case. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a, like we've already talked about, there's a number of factors that go into that. Uh, and there's a couple of main things that can cause positivity rate to go up. And those are a reduction in testing and an increase in case counts. And when those things happen at the same time, it's obviously going to go up. And last week, there were fewer tests and more cases. But now it's just it seems like just a, a raw surge of cases is kind of driving that number up. And I think, honestly, it seems like Delta is driving this. But again, we can't say that for sure without more data. But a big part of it is Alabama remains mostly unvaccinated. And so even if it wasn't just Delta, there there would be a large percentage of the population that was still vulnerable to uh, you know, the normal COVID strain. But the problem with Delta is that it's extremely, extremely contagious. If Delta is here, which all signs indicate that it is, that could definitely explain this surge. So I, I want to get to the stagnant vaccination rate in Alabama. But first, in terms of vaccinated people, are we seeing a lot of positive cases in people who are fully vaccinated? So unfortunately, we don't have great data on this right now. What we have seen is little snapshots in time, right? So, and it's, I don't have much information on cases, but we saw something, uh, I think two weeks ago from the Alabama Hospital Association saying that 94% or so of hospitalized patients with COVID-19 were unvaccinated. And then there was a similar number saying 96% of coronavirus deaths 
over the last few weeks were were unvaccinated people. I I don't know about cases, but if you look at the efficacy numbers of these vaccines, you're bound to have some breakthrough cases, right? We knew that going in. As soon as these came out, 94% of efficacy against the vaccine, I mean, against the coronavirus, that's a really great number, but out of 100 people, there will still be some breakthrough cases, right? And Delta actually has some mechanisms to get around those vaccines, so they're slightly less effective at at, at least at preventing cases in general. They they still appear to be very effective at preventing serious disease, so that means hospitalizations and deaths for the most part. So there are bound to be breakthrough cases in Alabama, and I'm sure that some people with vaccines are are getting the virus, and some of them may be getting sick. But unfortunately, we don't have great data to back that up right now. Ramsey, you recently reported that vaccinations have slowed to a near standstill with Alabama hovering under 5,000 doses administered per day. When did Alabama fall behind Mississippi in COVID vaccinations to become dead last in the nation? That happened pretty recently, and it was an interesting case. So it was, a, it was a, shortly after the 4th of July holiday. I think it was July 7th. And what happened was Mississippi had been lagging pretty far behind, and then all of a sudden they reported a huge spike in vaccinations. They went from 29.9% of their total population fully vaccinated to uh, about 33% in just one day. So that's a you know three percentage point jump or four percentage point jump, or really 3.1 uh, in just one day. So, and I emailed them about it. You know, I tried to get in touch with their health department and to see if that was like a you know backlog of vaccination data that hadn't been entered correctly and i never heard word back from it but you know that's certainly an interesting development but leave mississippi out of it alabama's vaccination rates are have not sped up they're still extremely low and almost appear to be slowing down I wanted to ask how that compares, because according to your reporting again, no county in the state has fully vaccinated more than 37 percent of the population. So how does that compare to the rest of the country? Like how wide is that gap between Alabama and everybody else? It's pretty wide. Uh, I I can't speak to county levels for other states, but if you just look at CDC data, it shows that almost 50%, so 48.6% of the total population is fully vaccinated, and uh, and that's for the uni- United States, and 56.1% has at least one dose. So that fully vaccinated number, when you compare that to Alabama, we're sitting at just over a third, so 33%. That's, that's a big difference, you know. Another thing that I think is pretty important, so we've talked about positivity rate and now vaccination rate. If you look at the states with the highest vaccination rates, you also see they have some of the lowest positivity rates. And those are two pretty important factors. And you would expect that if the vaccines work, you would expect high vaccination rates to result in lower positivity rates. And that's what we're seeing. So in Alabama, which has the lowest vaccination rate in the country, that's pretty concerning going forward. Yeah. And going forward, you note that the Biden administration's summer goal is 70 percent of adults having at least one shot 
When do you project Alabama to meet this threshold that the Biden administration has floated? So that's a difficult question to answer. And I, a few weeks ago, I tried to, to do just that, and it requires some kind of complicated math. And what I came up with is essentially it'll take months, it, it, and it depends on what happens. So if we speed up, if all of a sudden, you know, Delta spurs people to get, go get the shot, maybe it'll be quicker. But at the current pace, and like I said, it seems like we're slowing down. You know, it's not it's going to be well into next year before we hit that threshold, if we ever meet it at all. Ramsey, I've asked you this before. I'm not sure there's a point this time, but I'll do it anyway. What in the data is encouraging you right now, if anything? Yeah, so actually, I, I think there are some encouraging things in the data right now. I mean, for one thing, we haven't reached the levels that we saw earlier this year in January and February and last December yet, and hopefully we never will again. But even just right now, one thing that we're not seeing yet is an increase in deaths. Deaths are still pretty much flat so far, and there's a couple things to note about this that are important. Deaths are a lagging indicator, so we've just started to see these this rise in cases and hospitalizations. So you wouldn't expect to see a rise in deaths quite yet, but there's a chance, I think, that we might not see as much of a rise in deaths for a couple of reasons. One is that elderly people in Alabama are the most vaccinated uh, cohort of people in the state. Um, I think both age groups 65 to 74 and 75 and up, are they're both over 70% vaccinated. And as we know, those during the pandemic last year anyway, Delta may behave a little bit differently. We're not quite sure about that yet, but those groups tend to be more vulnerable. So the fact that they're vaccinated could mean that they are less likely to have severe outcomes from the virus. And then also the fact that, you know, Alabama does have a small population of people vaccinated, but it's still a third of people. And then those people may have breakthrough cases, but even if they do, they're much, much, much less likely to have severe outcomes. So those two things combined could mean that we might not see as big a spike in deaths as we did earlier this year. Well, I will take it where I can get it. Ramsey, thank you so much. Oh, of course. If you or anyone you know is affected by COVID and want to share a story, please email me at bflanagan at al.com. That's B-F-L-A-N-A-G-A-N at al.com. And for all of our coverage on the outbreak and how it continues to impact our state, visit al.com slash coronavirus. And if you like this show, please rate it and write a review. And please be safe, be smart, and be kind. Thank you for listening.